It's time for the North Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. What's up? Welcome in another edition of the North Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. District 1 and 2 Dialogue, week in, week out. Brandon Bain, as always, joined by Ryan Skaggs, our North Idaho resident. Skaggs, what's up? Oh, not much. Just, uh... Enjoying the the dog days of winter and planning a seven year old birthday party. <laughs> so, yeah, always a good time. Seven is an exciting one. Your son's turning seven this weekend. What do you got lined up? Well, the- he turned seven last weekend, but the the whole process between coming out of Christmas break and not getting to invite friends from school kind of caused an issue. So we had to get those classmates invited. So now we're holding it this weekend. Okay. Now I know the planning is top secret under wraps. I don't, I don't want your son. I know he's an avid listener of this prep cast. He's probably going to be listening to hear what the party is going to be like. Yeah, him and his, him and his first grade classroom at Skyview elementary are definitely listening or Skyway elementary are listening right now. So yeah. Yeah. Can, can you tell us what's on tap for the, for this birthday bash? This oh, weekend? dinosaurs, man. Cool. It's a dino party. <laughs> so, yeah. Does, does your son have a favorite dino? Um, He's, He's got a couple that he likes. I think he's a fan of the T-Rex and the Velociraptor. Um, But he also likes the Parasaurolophus as well. That was like one of his favorite dinosaurs since he was little. And he could pronounce it at like two. And it was adorable, but also like kind of weird. It's like you had trouble saying the word hamburger, but he could say Parasaurolophus. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what are you going to do, right? Uh Kids are rad, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, never a dull moment. Uh, I'm gonna. That's gonna be our podcast title: Hamburgers and Paris. I don't even know how to spell that. I don't either. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. I <laughs> have to look that one up. Para what? Parasaurolophus. Apparently, it's an it's a dinosaur. So, yeah. Okay. All right. You learn something new every time you tune into the North Idaho Prepcast. You never know what we're going to dinosaurs and high school high school sports. There you go. That's right. Uh, maybe we're the resident dino expert this summer. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Before we dive into what we're going to talk about today, a couple of housekeeping things. Of course, you can watch this podcast each week on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel and Facebook page. We're having some problems with Facebook. They're not playing nice with us, so I'm having difficulties posting videos to our Facebook page currently. So if you want to see the podcast, you want to see that cool Under Armour hat Ryan Skaggs is wearing. You want to see us sip on our coffee as we as we uh, talk. Yeah, so we could do like doc talk and tell dad jokes and uh, yeah, wait for reactions from one another. <laughs> if if you want to see this video prepcast, you got to head over to the idahosports.com YouTube channel. For now, that is the only vessel that we have. I will say, uh, I would really like it if you went to our YouTube channel and, and watch this prepcast and even hit the subscribe button. Uh, be, be a subscriber to the idahosports.com YouTube channel. It takes two seconds. It doesn't cost you anything. It's the little bell icon. You just click that and boom, subscribed. It's get, oh, go ahead. awesome content all like from not just me and you, but from you and everybody else, including Sean Kane, who are having like a, uh, I don't know, a kerfuffle, not necessarily. I mean, we're, no, we're, we're Twitter good. Yeah. yeah, with Twitter beef that we, we, we want an around the horn style prep cast one of these days and you're going to have to moderate it. <laughs> he was telling me about that. I did. I did a game with Sean Kane last night. Actually, uh, we did a broadcast <laughs> together and he was telling me about that. So. 
Yes, that's definitely in the hopper. Um, but <laughs> it's it's the start of a new year, right? And so no better time to set goals and resolutions. Everybody should do this, not just personal goals, but professional goals. Everybody should have goals that they want to attain professionally. A professional goal of mine at IdahoSports.com is to get our YouTube channel to a thousand subscribers. That's kind of the benchmark these days for a YouTube channel. We're like yeah. we're like just over six hundred right now, so we're like two-thirds of the way there. We need your help to get us across the finish line, to get us to a 1,000. So if you go to the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel and, and subscribe, that would that would help me achieve one of my goals. And as a selfish person, that's what I want. So do it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, of course. But it would be it, it would be a really big help if you did that. Um, so at least consider it, please. Uh, you can get the audio version of this podcast as well at idahosports.com or wherever you download your podcasts. All right. So with all that housekeeping stuff out of the way, let's get into it. What a weekend of wrestling. Holy smokes. We had the Raleigh Lane invite at the Idaho Center this past weekend, and we had a couple of, not unexpected, a couple of North Idaho standouts, especially on the girls' side, right? Yeah, you know, and that was the thing. It was like Alyssa Randall's showed up. We knew that, you know, what she is and what she's capable of. And obviously winning Raleigh Lane, uh, huge accomplishment. And that's a, a shot in the arm, you know, towards those state championships. But Cadence Beck um, from Highland, you know, she ended up getting outstanding wrestler of the tournament. And rightfully so. And you talk about an emotional roller coaster for that kid. Um, she's a great kid. She lost her father in October um you know in an auto accident and so you know that empty space in her corner has been kind of the the blaring obvious mark um you know throughout this part of the wrestling season and you know her her uncles have been stepping her uncle's been stepping in and family friends and you know other people in the wrestling community have really been there for her um and there's a picture of her dad in her corner um but to show up at raleigh lane and to win in the fashion that she did um was was pretty outstanding i mean from the from the girls aspect of, of that and from any wrestler i mean the tournament that she had and and you know not giving up a point i believe until her third match of the tournament um was just you know pretty ridiculous and she won every match i believe by pin too so um a dominant performance by cadence beck but also Alyssa randall's you know she was dominant in her own right skyla did a great job for moscow as well um there was you know the girls wrestling in the state of Idaho, man, as is, if you haven't had a chance to watch it, is, is, you know, it's, it, I think that girls' sports sometimes, especially in a contact sport, might get like this, I don't want to say stigma around it or like it kind of gets like the side eye. They're super competitive and they get after it. And uh, there's some high quality wrestling that takes place. And these girls, I mean, they mix it up and they step toe to toe. And there's some hammers in the state of Idaho that, are getting national notoriety and rightfully so. Yeah, uh, we have, of course, our uh, standalone wrestling podcast we do at IdahoSports.com, the Idaho Matt Chat Prep Cast. Uh, that will be live Wednesday night. By the time you're listening to this, the, the show will probably uh, have already happened, but we do it live every Tuesday or Wednesday at uh, 8 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Pacific. It's really fun. We, we get a dialogue going with all the wrestling fans and and uh, over the past couple of weeks, uh, Skylar Beck, uh, Cadence's sister, uh, avid watcher of the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast, and she's <laughs> always hopping in with, uh, with with comments and questions. And so it's been really fun 
uh, interacting with Skylar and, and, you know, it's, it's still something that's really raw for, for all of them. And it's something that's raw for everybody that knew Andrew. Um, And I know Skylar has said a couple of times on the Mad Chat prep cast, like, Hey, thank you for continuing to, you know, talk about, talk about him and continue yeah. legacy. And she, you know, it brings tears to her eyes. Um, pretty well, cool. Whenever we talk about it. So, I mean, it's, yeah, and we talked about it back in October that there really wouldn't be girls wrestling in the state of Idaho at this level without, without Andrew. And, yeah. um, you know, I'll stand by that as long as there's girls wrestling in this state, like that he was kind of the torchbearer for all of this and, and had a, had a huge amount to do with it. And uh, so I think as far as a legacy being built and being carried forth, um, you know, the girls in the state of Idaho have definitely done an amazing job kind of taking the mantle and running with that. Yeah, it's, it's been phenomenal. So it was great to see Cadence come down there and, and, and get a win at Raleigh Lane and, and Alyssa Randall's uh, from, from Coeur d'Alene as well. And, and everybody who did well on the boys side, um, we did have not as much right as the girls, but on the boys side, we still did have some pretty impressive. Yeah. Individuals. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Post Fall showed up taking second place as a team. Um, I said that they were going to challenge Meridian, you know, this year. And they may not get the numbers, but they're going to get the placers at at state. They may not get, you know, 24 kids in, but they're going to certainly take a a good-sized chunk, but they're all going to place. I think they're all going to finish in the top six at state. Uh, Ryder Seguin from Post Fall is obviously winning at 98 pounds. Was huge. Um, you know, Gentry Smith had a great tournament as well. Um, Trevor Miller took second for himself, but I think the the one that stood out for me was Jose Laguna from Post Falls. Was I mean that he have yourself a day? You know, winning the title in that weight class too. I mean that's a that's a brutal meat grinder of a weight class, and uh, he won the 170 pounder over um, accordingly from Highland, and that was just a, a huge match from him. Uh, to get that championship and, and Ryder, you know, that 98 pounds has been, he's been a hammer in his own right. But Jose, I think coming in, I don't think he was the favorite necessarily to win that weight class, but the way and the manner he did and and the grind that it took to do that, man. Yeah. Exciting team to watch. And I'm looking forward to seeing post falls continue to grow throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, it's, it's going to be really fun to watch them develop. And so we'll, we'll, we'll dive more into it you know, more detailed on that home Matt chat prep. Yeah. And Lewiston, you know, Lewiston going over to the, that gut check. I mean, they, they showed up pretty well too. They got a title out of Robert storm uh, winning that tournament. of heavyweight was, was huge and um, a good showing from that, that crew. Like that's a tough tournament in its own right too. So North Idaho looked, they showed up pretty well this weekend um, for what they were able to do and where they were at. Yes, uh, very impressive. And again, uh, wrestling fans, the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast is a, a podcast each week, about a half an hour, dedicated just to wrestling. You can, of course, catch it live. If you can't catch it live, you can always go back and watch the replay of it or uh, subscribe to it wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. All right, let's get into hoops action. Let's start with, uh, I mean, we're recording this on Wednesday, January 11th, and we had two signature monumental career achievements happen last night, Tuesday the 10th, one yep. in boys basketball, one in girls basketball. I think I'll start with girls hoops just because this was, to me, both are incredible, but this was maybe the more the more incredible of the two. Maddie Simmons <laughs> becomes Coeur d'Alene's all-time leader in career points. Yeah, and that's... 
I mean, that's saying something. You look at the history of, of that program and the quality of athletes that have come out of Coeur d'Alene High School. And I mean, not just in the last 15, 20 years, but I mean, you go back 30, 40, 50 years and the people they've had come through, that's a that's a heck of an accomplishment from her. And obviously she's got her uh, letter of intent. She's going to go play at the University of Wyoming. Um, and they got their, themselves a good one. I mean, she's a great kid too, not just a good basketball player. Um, and you know, she, she leads her team well and is a very, you know, involved young woman that, um, you know, does a lot of good for the school that she's in too. And the, that, the fact that she's now the all-time points leader at Coraline High School, that's a huge accomplishment and hats off to Maddie. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And by the way, uh, it was a pretty epic game last night as well. Coeur d'Alene goes on the road to Timberlake. Uh, this game, I don't know if this was originally on the schedule or not. Uh, you know, the first schedule I got for Timberlake had them playing Orofino. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, this was a, a fun That's a good game. get. I think Timberlake getting that game. I mean, that's – and Timberlake in their own right is a really good program, as we'll see later in this prep cast. But, um, yeah, getting that game on the schedule is something I think folks really wanted to see, and it was a great test for both teams. Absolutely, it was a great game. Yes, it was Timberlake's first loss of the year. They came in undefeated. Coeur d'Alene won 52 to 48. So we're talking yeah. pretty tight four point game. Maddie Simmons scores 14 points in that game for Coeur d'Alene, and she now has 1,294 career points. That is, and, and, and climbing. And counting. Yeah, and counting. You could put an asterisk on that one because it's not done yet. Yeah. Right. Um, she uh, the, broke the previous record by one point, according to the Coeur d'Alene Press. Uh, 1,293 was the previous record by uh, Kama Griffiths. She played in the mid-2000s from 05 yeah. to 09. Um, so way to go. That's so awesome. And, and what a great game. Coeur d'Alene and Timberlake, both really excellent teams. And, and we'll talk more about that yeah. as well here to your North Idaho 9, uh, of course. Okay, boys basketball. The, the, the signature thing that happened last night, Kendrick, boys get a win over Orofino. First loss of the season for the Maniacs, by the way. So we said it, it, it's incredible where the how these two stories parallel. Kendrick beats Orofino in boys basketball. Jagger Hewitt crosses a thousand points for his career for Kendrick. And so you had both Cordelaine girls and Kendrick boys having a player achieve a, a significant career milestone in terms of total points and in the process knocking off a previously undefeated team in both instances as well. Yeah, yeah, and Jagger, you know, showing up in that game, and you know, Coach Silflo is doing such a great job with that that lineup, and we know that they've got athletes and they've got dudes. Um, and if for for a one A D two team, you look at them too in their lineup, they're they're long, they're a long team. I mean, they're you know all six two six three. They've got some good size on the team, but they can shoot the ball really well. They defend really well. Orfino was kind of the unknown going into it. I kind of said it last week and took a little bit of heat from Maniac fans, probably saying like, I don't, I don't know. We don't know what they are yet and they're not tested. Um, but yeah, they came into that game and it was a competitive ball game too. I mean, it was a good game too. And, um, you know, Kendrick came away with a win and not just going up one classification, but going up two and getting that victory was uh, big for that Tigers team, especially against a team that's, you know, challenging to win the, the CIL this year in an expanded conference. So um, that's a that's a great win for Coach Silflo's team and that Tigers team to kind of take down the stretch because they've got uh, a tough lineup ahead of them as well. Yeah, it's it's uh, going to be really fun to watch. 
both of these teams as they continue to compete, right? Orofino um, and Kendrick. Uh, the other notable boys basketball game I wanted to touch on from the last week was also kind of an inter-classification battle. It was Bonners Ferry from 3A taking on St. Mary's from 2A. The Badgers get the win, but it was a tight win. But, yeah, but a back-and-forth game went down to the last, like, 25 seconds of the game. The Badgers hit their free throws going away to clinch the victory and got a steal late uh, to kind of seal that win. And that was a, a great win for that program. And um, obviously they've got one loss under their belt now too. But, um, you know, a great win for that Bonners Ferry team against this crappy, I mean, this really good St. Mary's program too. That That's a team that's got some pedigree to them. So picking up that victory um, – you know, hats off to, to both teams, I think, for a tight ball game and an entertaining game. The fans definitely got what they wanted out of that one. But uh, neither of those teams are going away anytime soon uh, throughout the end of this year, for sure. Definitely. So, yeah, Kendrick beats Orofino 48-40. to 40. I'm, I'm not doing a good job of hosting here. Usually I say what the score is. Kendrick beat Orofino 48-40. to 40. And then that Bonners Ferry uh, St. Mary's game from last week, Ended up being a 74 to 68 win for Bonner's Ferry, and they won it basically by making their free throws yeah. uh, down the stretch. So uh, the Badgers keep rolling, and St. Mary's, you know, we've seen this the past couple of years where they've challenged themselves schedule wise. Yeah. And um, it makes them battle tested and ready when they get to state. It's easy to forget St. Mary's has been to the last two championship games in 2A. They won it two years ago, they lost last year to Melba in a game that was close until. You know, probably the very end of the third quarter, and then Melba kind of pulled away. But um, yeah, St. Mary's, I think, is as capable as anybody of getting back uh, to that two A championship. So, well, and you look at who they've played. I mean, good grief! I mean, you got Lakeside that you played during Christmas break. They, you know, got the revenge game in that one, and they come back and play Bonners Ferry. I mean, that St. Mary's schedule is no joke. Like they're playing some really good programs. So you know, to see what what that team can do coming down the stretch, you know, Grayson Sands and his. Swan Song is a senior, you know, and what he can do coming out and seeing if they can get a big win or, you know, a couple of big wins and get themselves back into the state tournament would be huge for that that uh, Lumberjack team. Yeah, that would be phenomenal. So, all right, well, let's get into your North Idaho 9. This is the uh, the weekly rankings, all rankings and opinions on the property of Ryan Skaggs and Ryan Skaggs alone. That's you right. So the, the rankings nobody asks for, but somehow they still get every year. You can hit him up on social media, Twitter account at an Idaho game night. Yes. For any complaints. <laughs> for any complaints and hate mail, you can send it to my inbox. Yeah, go ahead. Questions, <laughs> comments, or concerns. Uh, okay. Right. Let's start. Where do you want to start, boys or girls? Uh, let's go girls. Okay. And again, we'll do the cool thing where we have the teams. If you're watching the video of this on YouTube, everybody go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see the teams kind of scroll across the bottom, like the little ticker. Um, but for audio only listeners, uh, Ryan will also go over each of the nine teams. So there's right, some movement in this week's rankings too. Big movement, including right at the very top, Ryan. Yeah. So number one, we got Lake city Two, I got post falls jump court lane this week. I saw the, the Trojans team against Lewiston. The, if you haven't realized, that team's really flipping good. <laughs> so I'm a believer in that Trojans team right now, um, even though, you know, Coeur playing a tough game against Timberlake. So I got Coeur 3, Timberlake 4. There's there's not 
that Timberlake team's really, really good too. So is Coeur so is Lake City. All of these teams are really good. You look at Lapway at five. Um, Timberlake, sorry you jumped them, but like that's uh that's a good that's a good spot, I think, for fairness as far as quality of schedule and quality of program. Lapway, no slouch, obviously. Uh Sandpoint at six, they're still holding their own. Um, you know, I said that Bulldogs team was gonna win the four A bid to state and i still stand on that one i still think they can make some noise i really do think they get a first day win depending on how seeding shakes out their rankings going to be pretty high just because of playing all those 5a schools and they've they've made some road trips so uh sandpoint is able to keep it up and run the stretch and pick up maybe a sneak of victory you know if they got the season sweep from lewis and certainly helps and if they can sweep their league schedule and district tournament that's going to help their chances at state as far as keeping a higher ranking uh seven deary i'm a believer in that that mustangs team um you know obviously they placed last year at state they brought back everybody those eighth graders got a year older they're freshmen now and they're contributing and scoring at a, at a high level um yeah kennedy kirk that's on that team she's she's the truth too that team can score they can defend they're long and uh i look to them that I mean, Kendrick's going to be good too, but um, getting another bid to state. But I really think Deary could challenge for a state cha- state championship this year. I really do. They're that good of a team, and they play so selfless. And it's kind of like next man up, whoever wants to score on any given night. Uh, eight, I've got Prairie. Nine, I've got Kendrick. So that wraps out my top nine um, for uh, the North Idaho nine for girls. Yeah, I will say we're we're doing our IdahoSports.com daily top 25 girls and boys basketball rankings. Uh, we debuted it last week, and I, I thought, okay, here's the top 25, one through 25, and everybody hated it. Oh, my gosh. Nobody understood what you were doing either, though. No, and I, I don't know if people still do, and maybe this will be a huge Yeah, they saw Lewiston at number one in boys basketball. Like, what the crap? People, oh, yeah, t- tell me about it. A lot of people had a connection fit about that. Let me tell you, this is like – Think of it as the stock market. This is a yep. daily assessment of the stock market. And guess what? Lewiston played on Monday. Yeah. They like, played a neutral site game. Nobody, a, a decent team. Yeah. Nope, nobody, hardly anybody played on Monday. So, yeah. Did Lewiston get a bump by winning on Monday? Yes. Yep. By the time Lake City plays on Thursday, guess what? Lake City's probably going to jump Lewiston. Like, everybody probably. If they don't, then I got problems with you, but that's okay. <laughs> Joy. Join the join the firing line, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Pitchforks uh, and torches. <laughs> yes. At its core, though, the rankings part now I divide up by classification because a power ranking of 100 at 2A is not the same as a power ranking of 100 at 5A. They're, they don't calibrate the same, so it's still the top 25 teams. It's just broken up by classification. And so, yeah. for example, on the boys' side, Lewiston right now is the only team. It's ranked in our top 25. That'll change as we get further. Yeah, we had some season. big games last night down in Southern Idaho. So, yeah. Yes, but but this this is the big reason I wanted to do it. I wanted to highlight a team or a game every weekday. And yeah. when else am I going to be able to spotlight the Lewiston boys who probably aren't getting as much acclaim as they fair should? Enough. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, so, I mean, at, at the end of the day, that's the biggest reason why I wanted to do this was to highlight – Hey, you may not know, but Lewiston kind of quietly playing pretty well. Yeah, but, two losses on the year, and they're both the quality opponents. So. Yeah, let's you know, let's see why. Well, they're playing really exceptional defense. They're allowing less than forty points per game. How many people knew that? 
and I'm hoping all of the fans, especially in the Treasure <clears throat> Treasure Valley fans, uh, understand that. Okay, and now they can go, wow, Lewiston's got a really good defense. Dude, their defense is legit. I had that game Friday night, that Post Falls-Lewiston game, that their football game outscored the basketball game, and it wasn't even close. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're the halftime score of twenty-seven to three. I mean, come on! Like, <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up, but you know, that's. Uh, but no, that defense was impressive. Brandon Fury and I were like trying to put our fingers like, is this an ugly game or is it just really good defense? And then as you get later in the game, you realize it's like, no, this defense is legit. Like, it is. It is absolutely suffocating. There was no cuts to the basket. They had everything, like no backdoor cuts. The perimeter defense was amazing. Like that team just buys in. Like Brooks Mom has his team bought in to play defense. Yeah, it's, it's been really impressive to watch. So it, anyways, in a roundabout way, I was going to say on Monday, Sorry. I highlighted the Lewiston boys and the Deary girls. Deary yeah. quietly 9-0. and And again, the incredible thing to me about Deary is they didn't lose a single player from last year's team, yep. right? And they – they were the team that they had to play Kendrick in the first round at state, you know, with the max prep seedings, you know, yeah. Deary and Kendrick get slotted against one another. Deary wins that game. I was stunned when that happened last year. I'll admit because all year I had said Kendrick's my favorite to win state based upon they got to the championship two years ago and bring back almost everybody. And I was stunned when Deary knocked off Kendrick last year and Deary ends up taking third place and Kendrick, battles back in their consolation part but Deary's very good and they bring everybody back nine players three of which were varsity players as eighth graders a year ago so they're all freshmen already with a year of varsity under their belt so that's that to me is, is impressive Kennedy Kirk inside is very difficult to handle all the woods Araya Trinity and oh my gosh I'm blanking on the third one the freshman but the, all of the woods um <laughs> There's, There's probably only like eight of them in town. So, I mean, just start throwing. Yeah, but no, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yes, Deary, uh, very impressive to me. And we will find out, right? They play Kendrick on Thursday and then they play again at the very end of the regular season. Those, those are going to be two really fun girls basketball games to watch. All right. That's enough of me talking about my failed experiment of the daily <laughs> car rankings. Uh, let's go to your boys, North Idaho 9. Um, and again, some movement, but really it's in the middle where the movement happened this week. Yeah. So, um, let's see, let's open my notes, boys. I mean, obviously the top two teams stay the same. I think top three stay the same Lake city. If you get stuck, just look at the bottom of the screen. Can you see the text? Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're putting it on the screen for me and I'm not even looking. Uh, yeah. Lake city at one, obviously they ain't going anywhere. Uh, Lapway two, all they do is win. Um, you know, and they they manhandled Kamii last night in their game, um, and that was a, a top five matchup again. I mean, how many ranked teams do they have to play in consecutive weeks and absolutely take care of business in order to prove that they're one of the more dominant teams in the state of Idaho at any classification? Uh, three quarter lane, I, that Vikings team, like I said, I've liked them a lot. Um, they're very unselfish. Lewiston at four, you know. Like I talked about, and I just went on my analysis about the Bengals, and I kind of stand on that. That defense, defense wins championships. They're going to give people fits because of their size and their length. They may not score as much because of the other team's defense, but they're certainly going to be in every ball game because they defend so well. Uh, five, Bonners Ferry. 
Six, Lakeside, I still like the Knights. I really do. You had an off night from Vander Brown, and you still lose to Lapway by not very much. I mean, you were in that ball game until the last 45 seconds. That I still like that Lakeside team a whole lot. Um, I don't know if the voters statewide necessarily echo that agreement, but they beat Timberlake, uh, I believe, last night. So that's another big win going up two classifications. Uh, seven, Kendrick getting a big win over Orfino, who I have at eight. And then Kamiai at nine, rounding out that top nine. That's a tough lineup of teams. You look at every one of those programs that's in there. Um, every one of them I can see playing at state you know, realistically. Obviously, you can only get two from the north at 5A. So one of those three or four teams are going to bow out. But, um, yeah, it's, that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I don't really have any problems with any anything that you've ranked here. And I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, how this changes, you know, is Lewiston. I'm, I'm really fascinated to see Lewiston and Coeur d'Alene match. Yep. I think that's going to be the test. That really is going to be, we're going to know a lot when Lewiston and Coeur d'Alene play each other because we haven't seen it yet. And uh, that's going to tell us a whole lot. Yeah. And then, and, and then, you know, Lapway at two and you've got uh Kamii at nine. They of course played last night and Lapway won by double digits. I still I still maintain that Kamii is the team that's best built. If anybody's gonna do it, and I this was another thing on Monday as part of the daily rankings. I posed the question, will Lapway ever lose again? <laughs> you know, kind of kind of tongue in cheek, but this year, I don't know. I just don't know. And it, but if there is one team that could do it, I really do think it's Kamii with the way that now. It only works this year because there's no shot clock because they can slow it down, take the air out of the ball, and limit the possessions. I'm, I'm still standing by Lakeside. Lakeside went without Vander Brown, and he had three points or five points in that game. You know, he only played 10 minutes in the entire ball game. Um, I still look at Lakeside as if they get a rematch against Lapway at State. That's the other team that can give them fits. If Vander Brown can heat up, that's the different – I mean, 11-point game. That's that's your difference maker in in my opinion, but I don't know. I don't think Cami has got the guard play to match what Lapway can do. Like they can shoot the perimeter so stinking well. I mean, Terrell Ellenwood Jones can go off for thirty every, any given night. That dude is a microwave. Yes, the microwave. Uh, I heard you during the broadcast a couple of times say that. Uh, so Lapway has won four now forty eight games in a row. And based upon what I can see, it's the longest winning streak in the nation, according yeah. to Max Preps. Now, I got some pushback from some fans on this, but I'll tell you where I came to this conclusion. At the end of last season, Max Preps published an article, here are the longest active winning streaks heading into the 2022-23 season. And at the time, Lapway was fourth on the list behind Our Lady of the Sacred Heart from Pennsylvania Weddington of North Carolina and Bristol Central from Bristol, Connecticut. Bristol, Connecticut, by the way, is where ESPN headquarters are located. Fun facts. I wonder who's on that team. <laughs> yeah, right. Probably some of those guys that are uh, talking heads that have kids that play. So, yeah, okay. yeah Scott Van Pelt's kid is. Uh, <laughs> well, he lives in DC, but yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's true. I'd be more like Jalen Rose or somebody like that. They've got a couple kids on the team or something like that, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah definitely could be. So, but, okay. So at the time, those were the three schools that were ahead of Lapway. Well, I went, how are they doing this year? Our Lady of the Sacred Heart is 10-2, and two, which means, hey, they lost somewhere, right? Weddington High from North Carolina, if I can get it open. 
uh, too many tabs. My computer is, oh no. Did I freeze <laughs> up? You're going to dump the podcast by trying to research oh, gosh, <laughs> North yeah. Carolina basketball. <laughs> one, one tab at a time. Okay. Uh, so, so Weddington High this year is nine and six. So they've taken, you know, quite a few losses. And then Bristol Central is the worst of the bunch. They're three and five. Yeah. So to me, the three schools that were ahead of Lapway at the end of last year all have lost this year. Yeah. So to me, you know. Unless there's that, teams that were behind them that have played more games than Lapway has this year, and that's the only way I see that taking place, that they would oh, get jumped okay. just based on. This is why I should have had a think tank with you on this because now. <laughs> a little research. But, yeah, no, I mean, and, and regardless, like to put together a 48-game win streak, um, you talk about the pursuit of perfection and doing it day in and day out. And I know that Coach Eastman would echo that. It's like, you know, he we had him on the prep cast this summer. Was it they look at it one day at a time. They just win their next game. It's next, you know, that next moment, that next play, win it. And, you know, if, if you start looking too grand and too big picture – I think it gets really easy to overlook those opponents and you get caught. And I think that's what happened. Look at that Genesee game two, what was it, two years ago now that they played and they slipped up against Genesee. That's exactly what happened. They came off of a big win over St. Mary's and they got caught the next game. And, um, you know, so that, that I think is kind of how things shake out is that if you start looking ahead too much, you tend to get caught. And I look at this, the one thing about this Lapway team that I saw, they're humble. They really are. They're very like, Matter of a fact, it's like go to work, like we have business to do, and uh, there's a mission at hand, and they 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 know their instructions, and they they carry them out. And you know, Coach Eastman does a great job with that crew to just keep them grounded, and uh, they have fun doing it. Though they they beat the snot out of their opponents, and they have a good time doing it. That definitely helps. Yeah, so I went and looked at all the teams that were right behind them. They've all <laughs> too. So I, to me, it's confirmed. Lapway, yeah. longest streak in the nation. That's that's awesome that it's a North Idaho school that's in the area like that, and it's a it's a good group of kids too. Like that really is like fun to watch in that community. I heard last night at that game it was standing room only between yeah. the Cami and Lapway game. Like, and I got to see that gym firsthand. You know, a week ago um, for that game against Lakeside, and that place full is a handful. That I don't care what classification you are, you're not getting a crowd like that. Five A, four A, three A, two A anywhere like that that place goes bananas for high school basketball um i equated it to texas football like you see a town buy into an athletic program that lapway basketball would equate to football and high school football in texas yes uh so it's been really impressive to watch and like again i just don't know if a team beats them this year uh based upon what's left on their schedule they're going to be like man you just gave us the kiss of death like like you guys no, i don't think so because i think that they are just too disciplined um to really probably even listen to us so i know that J jeremiah does like jeremiah why not cases dad will listen to us um but i don't know if the kids listen to us too much i think that they just kind of shut things off and they go out and like throw on a dunk contest and have fun like that's what they do and they're going to treat it business at hand yeah so anyways lapway keep up the good work it's been fun to watch yeah um I still when it does end it's it's cool i mean like that's a that to hang your hat that you know that's an accomplishment that's really really hard to replicate but until that happens like we get to celebrate it week in and week out and keep giving them out of boys and dap them up and watch them you know go for three a three-peat for state championship 
Yeah. And, and of course, Lapway has the uh, Idaho record for most consecutive wins in the late 80s, uh, early 90s. You know, they won 80s. I think it was 87 in a row. Yeah. I, I kind of did some rough math on that. You know, Lapway would have to – we're talking about Lapway getting close to that mark at the end of next season, yeah. the 23-24. So, I mean, there's a long way to go for that. But, hey, we'll enjoy the ride, you know, as long as it yeah. continues, right? No, and that's, that's cool and, you know – the, the role players that have shown up this year after the departure of like Titus year out and that Elias has come out and played out of his mind. Um, I just look at, you know, that team, those kids just, they love playing together. Like you can't keep them out of the gym and yeah, I don't, I don't want to keep like beating the dead horse as far as like the, the drum for the, the Wildcats, but man, that team is fun to watch and uh, they're well coached and they're a good group of kids. They really are. One last note on this. My favorite guy I think is Chris Bonney. Because he does all he does all the little things that don't yep. show up in the stat book, and he just he 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 would run through a brick wall if he told him to. I just I love watching him play because he 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 never gets the the headlines or the big stats, but man, he is so important to what they do. Uh, no, and he's a yeah. We were trying to find a, a good adjective to describe him, um, and it was kind of like we talked we called him like a boat anchor. Like he's just a boat anchor in the middle of the lane that like he's just in the way, but he holds the ship in place. And uh, yeah, he's just yeah, a, a big body that just you want to have download that does the dirty work, yeah. and kind of what we saw to AJ Ellenwood, um, and I think he does it with maybe a little bit more uh, ferociousness this year, which is something that I that I think it's fun. Like he, you're not going to see him go off for 20 points, but you certainly might see him go off for you know 10 hard rebounds and a couple assists, and uh, the kid gets after it. Yeah. yeah. Really fun to watch. So, anyways, uh, that'll do it for this edition of the North Idaho Prepcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, enjoy the competition wherever you're headed. Ryan, what what do we got on tap for North Idaho game night this week? Uh, we don't, uh, unless we do something on Saturday. But I haven't gotten the final word for that yet. But otherwise, we don't have a game this week. I did get a phone call, so I got to call North Idaho College back because I might be doing something for them. I don't know. They're trying to bring me in as a ringer, possibly. So we'll see what happens there. I don't know. They were asking for an announcer, but I, I heard, and I'm not as plugged in to the college stuff in North Idaho. I heard that North Idaho College for men's basketball are they ranked? Are they ranked number one in the country? Yeah, I believe so. Like they're one or two. They're really, awesome. they're really stinking good. So yeah, no, that they go off. So uh, we'll see. I don't know. That literally that phone call came in while we were on the air. So um, I'll have to call them back as soon as we're done here, and we'll find out. But yeah, so far North Idaho game night. I don't think we've got anything until next week. So yeah, maybe they want you to be the new president of the college. <laughs> Dude, that's a rabbit hole. I don't think anybody on this prep cast wants to go down right now. You know, um, we don't have time for that. Yeah. With that being said, no. Um, yeah. If we get if we get something in the works for Saturday, there's there's something we're working on that would be pretty special if we can get it on. But I don't know if that's going to work out schedule wise or not. Um, but that would be cool. So if we do, we'll let you know on on Twitter and Facebooks and Instagrams and all that fun stuff. But yes. Um, yeah, it would be a first in North Idaho. Let's just put it that way. For sure. <laughs> All right. Well, before I get us in any more trouble, I will. Uh... <laughs> I am not running for president of North Idaho College. I res- rescind my name from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning into the North Idaho Prepcast, everybody. For <laughs> I'm Brandon Beatty. We'll see you next time on IdahoSports.com. <laughs>